Welcome to Launching Light, the podcast for lightworkers and spiritual entrepreneurs to get tips and inspiration to launch their light in the world via their sacred business. I'm your host, Coach Bianca from FuelYourMagic.com. Are you seeking ways to raise your vibe to rise in your business? If so, keep on listening. Welcome to episode 13 of Launching Light, where I have astrologer and spiritual coach Jennifer Fricelli, also known as JFO, back on to discuss the aspects of astrology that can be helpful for entrepreneurs. She was my very first guest on the podcast, and the feedback that I received was that her episode was way too short. My original idea was to have short mini podcast episodes of about 10 to 15 minutes in length. Well, that didn't go over too well. So I asked her to come back for a deeper conversation, and boy, this was a juicy one. Her first interview was also juicy, so check it out if you haven't already. It's episode number two, Mindset and Motivation for Entrepreneurs. Let me briefly reintroduce our guest today. JFO has over 20 years of experience studying self-help and personalities. She teaches creative entrepreneurs and empaths how to perform higher, love stronger, find their purpose, and monetize their star personality to match their dream life. This episode is all about the aspects of your birth chart that can help you achieve the life and business you desire. We delve into how the four quadrants of your chart relate to the four main aspects of your life, the self, your home, your relationships, and your career. Enjoy the episode. Hi, JFO. Thank you so much for coming back on the podcast. I'm so excited to have you back. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thanks I'm, for having me. I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay. So I already provided a brief introduction for you during the opening of the podcast and a summary of our last podcast episode together so we can get right into it. So does that sound good? Yeah. So first of all, I wanted to apologize to you because you were my first victim. <laughs> and the idea of the podcast was to have short podcasts. And I had a lot of feedback that your podcast was way too short. So that's why I wanted to have you come back on and um, feature your greatness. So thank you for coming back. <laughs> of course, of course. Okay, so I, you know, we had um, hooked back up and decided that uh, we were going to talk about your um, astrology and how that can help you in your life and business. And you have what you call a 360 total solution. So mm -hmm. can you describe what that is and um, how that can help you? Absolutely. So I'll give a little backstory to how I've stumbled upon this concept. I mean, obviously, as you know, big thinkers and entrepreneurs, we do want to have it all, right? Most, most entrepreneurs want to have it all. Mm -hmm. um, and so my whole life, I felt like every area of my life, just, it was just too much, too much to handle. I needed to manifest my soulmate. I need to build a six figure business. You know, I need to get healthy, all the things. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but since I've done astrology, since I was 15, 16, one of the main things of the birth chart is um, this thing called the rising sign. Pretty much every um, you know, newbie astrologer knows this idea of the rising sign or the ascendant. Um, but what they don't realize is that that's one of four main corners of the chart. And there's actually 12, you know, uh, cusp houses of the chart because there's 12 houses, but there's these four main corners. And the first one is the rising sign, which is how we are with ourself. And then the complete opposite of that is how we are in relationships, how we are with others. And then the other, uh, other line of the cosmic cross in the circle is, um, how we are in our home or our health, like our body, our health and home space. And then how we are in the world, in our career and our public life. 
Okay. So mm-hmm. there were four corners. And as I started to do more work with, with uh, reading birth charts and working with this thing that I call the destiny line in astrology, it's just one part of us, one side of us is our comfort zone and one side of our nature is our destiny. Um, and we can dive more into that. But what I started to realize was that out of these four corners, everyone has two of them that is their comfort zone and two of them that is their destiny. And so that was fascinating to me that, you know, some people, their comfort zone is relationships out in the world and they're learning self in the home, right? For me, I'm self in the home is my comfort and I'm learning relationships and career out in the world. So what I realized is that at the end of the day, what we all want is this balancing of all four corners. And so we can look to the chart specifically to like learn how we like how we pers- like how our personality kind of um is in those areas of our life but we can also look to the chart as a as almost like a life coaching map to um finding balance in our life so as on- as an entrepreneur you really want obviously to um you want your branding to be reflective of of who you are right and so a lot of at the end of the day i i truly find that the total solution for me, what it's, what it's come down to is, um, helping, uh, cause I'm actually building a team of leaders, um, in my, in my amazing network marketing organization. And I, what I teach them and what I train them to do is number one, to leverage their health and fitness lifestyle, to be a part of their, um, their branding, right? Because at the end of the day, what people really want is your story. They don't want to be sold to. They want to know, you know, that you're human and that you have real emotions. And so I find that at the end of the day, most people are going to follow brands, especially like influencers that can show like their, either their triumphs or their struggles with their relationships, with their health um, and and how they're getting out there in the world. So can you explain a little bit for someone who doesn't really know too much about astrology? Um, I've been studying astrology for about 20 years now, so I understand all of the terms and everything. But can you briefly describe like what a natal chart is and how one person's natal chart can be different from another's and um, how you explained how that can affect your, your life on the whole? But can you get a little bit more into the nitty gritty, but in basic terms? Yeah, absolutely. So a birth chart is just this concept that um, the sky, the solar system is a mirror to what's happening on earth. And when you think about how people act when there's a full moon or um, another way to think of it is we are technically, I think 90% water or something like that. I'm not a scientist, but we're mostly water. And if, if the full moon or the moons can affect the tides of the water, that can also affect our nature, right? So it's this idea, and and I say that because when I first got into it, I was very skeptical. I mean, I had to do thousands of birth charts before I realized, wait, there's something to this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the idea that there's you could take a picture, a photograph, frozen in time of the sky at any moment of the moment of now, and that's a chart. Mm-hmm. But a birth chart is taking that picture at the exact moment, and I like to say you went from oneness to two-ness, meaning you leave, you separate from the mother and you are your own identity. And, it, and the concept is that at that moment you formed your, um, like you became the star in the, in the movie of your life, so to speak, right? And that's really kind of your movie script. And what it is, is it's just where the planets were in the sections of the sky. That's where people get misunderstand because mm-hmm. uh, they think it's the study of the stars, but really what it is is the constellations are the sections. So 
you know, there's Aries and there's Libra and there's these basically a, a pizza pie of 12 slices, right? And it's really th- these planetary uh, energies frozen in time in those sections. So, oh, when you, the minute you were born, the moon was in Capricorn and, you know, Mars was in, um, you know, Libra or what have you, right? So um, that's what a birth chart is. But again, you can take a chart of any moment. So right. you can, t- so a birth chart is just the moment you were born. Um, and what's cool about that is that once you have your actual natal chart, your birth chart, um, then you can use that chart to interact with other moments. So that's what we would call a horoscope. Now, most horoscopes are kind of superficial because they have to kind of generalize them, but you can kind of see, oh, the transit that's happening right now today, you know, the moon's in Gemini, where does that fall in my chart? So uh, that's where it gets really, really fun in terms of using the chart in your life. Right. And you just mentioned that a chart is like a 12 slice pizza pie. So it's, it's a circle, right? Mm-hmm. And you mentioned that it's split the way that you look at the chart is that you split it up in like quarters and you're looking at the quarters, right? So you went all the way around that one quarter is like, it represents your career and one represents your home life, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, so can you go a little bit deeper into that? Like mm-hmm. your comfort zone versus, you know, your, your destiny. Yeah. yeah. So the destiny line in the chart is just the North and South node. And so when I started doing charts, I mean, I got into this when I was 15 and I'm, and I'm going to be 40 this year. So it's been a long, long journey. Um, when I started doing charts, I wasn't doing the destiny line. I was doing what every basic astrologer does, reads the moon, reads the sun, right? Just basic. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I started to study more, I realized that, and I'll kind of tell you what it is. The path of the sun and the path of the moon, they never meet, but they meet at one point in the north and one point in the south. And so these points, this north and south node, is really this kind of coming together of your conscious and subconscious energy, right? Your moon, your sun energy and your moon energy. Um, and, And basically what happens is if you picture like a game of tug of war, if the north side is pulling and the south side is pulling, it's going to rip in the center. And so that was kind of when I had my aha moment of, oh my, oh my God, there's a, there's a 360 degree circle here, but really we're always fighting these 180 halves of the chart, right? So it's actually two sides of our nature. And so most, most people that are doing astrology, they'll read little, little, like kind of like if we're doing the pizza analogy, like they'll read a little bit of the pepperoni, you know, they'll (laughs) read the mushroom, but they're not reading the each side right? And that's when you see it as a totality of these two sides fighting each other. And so when we're, when we're going into the four corners of the chart and these four areas of our life, what's interesting is that everyone's fighting a different battle. So some people career and, you know, self out in the world and career, that's what they do best. They can close their eyes and do it without any question, but it's their relationships in the home that they struggle with. Right. Mm -hmm. And then it's this balancing after their life of, maybe they finally figure out relationships in the home, but now their self identity on the world has, has suffered. Right. So at the end of the day, no matter what quadrant is your comfort zone and what quadrant is your destiny side, um, it's, it's a seesaw. So it's a balancing act of both sides throughout your whole life. And it's, um, it's really about this, this oneness versus two-ness dance that is all of life, right? Everything's duality. 
So when you think of it, it's, we're always trying to go back to that oneness, that moment that you were with your mother and then you're born and the separation begins. I mean, we're always trying to go back to that pleasure oneness and we're always in this pain contrast, you know, separation. And so really what you learn when you dive into the chart um, with this North node, South node type of stuff is you realize that everything is duality and polarity, even in astrology. Um, Would you say that your goal is to go towards your destiny side and avoid your comfort zone? Or would you say that it's a balancing act um, that maybe you, you can use what it, what things that you have in your personality are comfortable to you in order to be successful? If that was like Great a quick question. question. So <laughs> I would say that now, obviously every birth chart's unique. So some people have their sun sign on their destiny side and some people have their sun sign on their comfort. And so obviously there's, I'm sure there's charts out there of people who have all of their planets on their destiny side and no planet on their comfort zone side, just the South node. And then they're, they're kind of, they're almost like, way more to the destiny side anyway, because all their planets are there. So that also, you know, that's a factor. But generally speaking, um, I would say that what I've found, two parts to this uh, question. So part one is that you'll hear a lot, you know, in the spiritual worlds about karma or, Mm -hmm. you know, past lives, you know, wounds or things like that, right? Um, Yeah, they say like your north north node is your your dharma and your south node is your your karma. It's like, really? Yeah. So what they say is that your South node is kind of what you did in the, in the, you kind of d- did it in a past life and, and that's why you're so good at it. Right. And your destiny is, is like this new thing you're learning, right? So that, that's one way we can look at it, at it. But another way is that I like to say that we tend to overdose like OD on the South node and we deprive ourselves of the North node. Usually that's the case, but I have seen people who've gone too far to the North node. And when that happens, they're almost living a fake life because they don't know how to do the North Node and they're neglecting what they do best, right? So again, <clears throat> there's different, different types of people that I've seen where some people are so just trapped in their comfort zone, they're ODing on it and, they, and they're just not learning the other side. Whereas some people are like so far to the destiny side that they've forgotten who they really are. Okay. So another way that I like to describe it is that I believe that your South node is where your, where your biggest wounds and struggles hide, but it's, it's that story that you're here to tell, to inspire others. And it really is your gift to the world. Your, the South node of your chart is your gift to the world. And your North node is kind of like the reward you get. So the South is what you give and the North node is what you receive in a way. Cause the North node is what you really want. It's kind of at the end of the day, it's like your dream. Okay. Can you like, I know, you know, your chart by the yeah. back, like by the back of your hand, right? So can you give like your North node and South yeah. node as an example, and then maybe do mine? Cause I yeah. know we, we don't have yeah. the same. <laughs> yeah. 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 So mine is, um, my, my South node is, well, my actual South node is Aquarius in the Taurus house, which is the money house. So, and then my, and it's all on the quadrant of the, of the chart that's self in the home. So my zone of genius and, and by the way, the, my rising sign and my sign are Sagittarius on that comfort zone side. So I've got these spiritual, mostly spiritual signs with a lot of survival energy. So I'm in the home by myself trying to survive, 
I'm in the home by myself, teaching spirituality, trying to monetize it, trying to survive all by myself with my spiritual ideas. But what my mission, like what I really want, my destiny is to get out in the world. And on that side of the chart, I've got Leo, I've got Gemini and I've got Libra. So on that side of the chart, it's really, um, moving it into more social energy out in the world. And so what I'm learning is how to um, get away from this, this concept of, oh, I got to survive, I got to survive, I got to make money, to let me follow my heart space and trust and really find intimacy and social energy and connection with others out in the world and shine out in the world. And that's where the entertainer side of me is. So I, for me, it's like Leo, the entertainer versus Aquarius, the spiritual you know, humanitarian. Now, can you do mine if I told you what I know you probably won't remember. You've done my chart I, a while I didn't ago. Remember. I, let me see if I get this right. I know your cap is your Capricorn like near the second house. Where's your Capricorn? yeah? My Capricorn's in the second house. That's what I thought. So, okay, and, so and so is my North Node. Uh-huh. But, but my North, my North Node is not Capricorn. It's Sagittarius. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. I remember. So Sagittarius wow. in the in the second house, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I have a photographic memory of charts. I can't see your whole entire chart, but I, I literally can see Capricorn in the second house, which is crazy. Okay. So, um, I know. So you and I, that's why we get along. We're complete opposites of each other. Um, in, in that, like you have the Gemini, like where my Gemini is. So like my wound, it's so funny. My wound a lot of times is how do, how am I going to tech, like use technology to communicate my mission? And in a weird way, that's also what I love. I geek out on that stuff, right? So you, that's your zone of genius. Your zone of genius is using, you know, marketing, technology, all those Gemini themes and communication it, for others, right? Mm-hmm. For others. But your destiny is monetizing storytelling and monetizing, you know, truth and, and creating systems around monetizing. Well, if my North Node is Sagittarius, though, isn't that more like a spiritual... That's the truth. That's the story. That's a truth. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Truth yeah, truth seeker. So what you do best is like the your zone of genius is more of this marketing for others, okay. whereas what you, what you're what you get in return from that is this this story, this this truth seeking spiritual energy that you can that you can find stability in and and you know worthiness in and you know monetizing because that's all well, tourist. That that makes total sense. I mean, look at what I'm doing right now with the podcast, and I'm featuring other people. <laughs> spiritual people it's and I'm right there in my chart <laughs> <laughs> and but we can't we can't neglect your capricorn i mean you also like geek out you really want to geek out on the systems yeah definitely and and my mercury is also in capricorn so yes, i think that way and i communicate that. that way so it's crazy yes yes okay great so there was another thing i wanted to ask you that came to mind there's one thing that you always say that i love so much is that you're not your sign, that you're your energy. Yes. Can, you, can you explain what that means? Yes. Oh my God, I love it. Okay, so my business is called High Vibes at JFO because I believe that you know we need to constantly be committing to a high vibration because we live in a duality world, right? So we're gonna we're gonna have contrast, we're gonna have desire, and we you know we need to keep keep you know the vibes high. Um, but my course and my um, astrology. Um, basically community course that I will be building is destiny vibes. And so for me, I believe it's like one part destiny, one part vibes. So basically the way I see it is that a lot of people get really tripped up in the astrology. So a great example is people will come to me and be like, oh my God, 
I had four Leo boyfriends. Now my fifth one is a Leo. I can't date a Leo. This sucks. And it's like, no, they're not a Leo. They're Billy. You know, like you can't, you can't like call them a Leo. That's just really superficial. So I think a lot of times we get very, very, and I've done it too. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've done it too. Like where I get so wanting to perfect, you know, the astrology in my mind. Um, so I think that we have to understand that first of all, the birth chart, I mean, it's, it's, it's only like an earth tool. So like when, when we go, we don't take our birth chart with us. Right. Mm-hmm. So one aspect here is like, we had, we have a soul that was somewhere before we were born and is going somewhere after we die. So like that has nothing to do with the chart. Right. Mm-hmm. But that vibration, that energy um, comes through what I call the personality filter while we're here on earth. And it, and it creates that style and that spice of that soul. That's why all souls have unique, you know, personalities. Right. Mm-hmm. And obviously there's other factors. There's your childhood there, you know, where, where you were born. Like there's so many other factors that make up who you are. Um, but I believe that you, the astrology is actually neutral. Mm-hmm. This is what people miss. They really miss this a lot because they're funny but like a lot of memes are like Gemini's or this. And it's like, no, like there's positive and negative. Gemini's lie. They like to lie. <laughs> yes. And they do, by the way. No, I'm just um, but like, you know, yeah. Gemini's are really good at schmoozing. They're really good at spin. They're really good at being witty. So of course in the negative, they're going to go to a dark place of lying. You know, they're right. going to lie and not be honest. Right. But like every sign has positive and negative traits and it's the vibration behind the sign behind the astrology so like another thing i always say too is like two people can come together and have the most perfect chart matching but if they're both low vibe like it's not going to work you know and two people can come together and be so high vibe but maybe their personality isn't perfect but they're going to work it out because they're so high vibe so i believe vibration trumps the the astrology yeah it's sort of like how you're expressed how you're expressing that energy. Is it coming from a higher place of more evolved? Are you more, a more evolved Gemini or you are lesser, you're not developed right. yet. So you're learning. Right. Uh, and are learning you, to use that energy and it, you're not using it in the best way yet. <laughs> right. And are you a Gemini learning Gemini? See, right. a Gemini learning Gemini would actually be more Sagittarius. And so that's what's so interesting is like all the, so the dualities have such they balance each other out. That's why we always say opposite attract. Mm-hmm. If the Gemini coming together with a Sagittarius can be great because they're going to help each other, right? Because the Sagittarius has like diarrhea of the mouth and no filter. And the Gemini knows how to like present something without a filter. But the negative of that is they might spin it and lie. And the positive of the Sagittarius is they're going to tell the, the full truth, like to the point where they're telling all the details, you know? So it's like, you really need the balance, the balancing act of both. Yeah. I can see that. I could totally see that. I've watched a lot of your astrology videos on your YouTube channel mm-hmm. and I, I love the way you present them. Like, were you a teacher? Because oh, yes. Yes, I was. You, you can tell like the way that you present things. It's, it's like you make them easy to understand. So I totally recommend anybody who's listening right now, if you want to learn more about astrology, go to her YouTube channel and check out her, her basic videos on, on the signs and everything. It really explains what we're talking about here in terms of um, being higher evolved or being, you know what I mean? Not, you're not your sign, you're your energy. You explain that so much, so clearly in your YouTube channel. It's great. Thank you so much. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I definitely think that um, 
it's so funny you say that because you know I, I did my my master's in education and I was a special ed teacher for a while um, and I and I I really gravitate to dry erase boards when I'm teaching. <laughs> I love just like and I mean you know we 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 talked about this like you're you're learning the Capricorn but that's my comfort zone my comfort zone's like putting things into an organizational system is like my right. favorite thing. You <laughs> like to put things into charts. <laughs> exactly. I like to take information and organize it in a very well, you know, a well, easy to understand. So how can we apply these concepts to our life and business? Because let's face it, your life sort of is your business when you're an entrepreneur. So how can you um, use these concepts of astrology in that way? Mm, yeah. So that is actually my star vibes that I teach. Um, I have this thing called my star Vibes studio and it's evolving, but basically the concept is that we, your brand is your chart. At the end of the day, your brand is your chart. I mean, I don't know if, it, if you've ever heard of the story brand. I've got that guy's name. He's awesome. But I mean, I hear that and I'm like, Oh my God, this is like what I teach, but from an astrology perspective that like, you know, all true, amazing marketing is just storytelling you know? And so I always like to say that like the, the destiny line is, is your hero's journey. And so that hero's journey is usually, I mean, usually we are our niche, right? Like what we struggled with and then the solution we found is usually what we're here to get. Right. So, um, a lot of times, you know, people buy, they buy, um, usually they're in pain and they're buying for pleasure or, you know, vice versa. Right. So it's like a lot of times that, that, that uh, solution is is your chart. It's your story. So that's the first the first way we can use it is understanding your chart is going to help you understand your branding, really. Um, but another way to use the chart and astrology is I like to say, and I <laughs> I should take my own advice by the way. Um, I feel like you have like so I'll I'll give an example with my chart. I know my zone of genius is channeling riffing ideas. Like I can sit down. And I can just riff all the ideas. I have such big ideas. You know, I, I download these spiritual concepts and then, you know, I'm really good at organizing them. And then I'm also really good at riffing. Like I'm really good at just getting on an audio and riffing. I can't wait to have my own podcast one day. Um, but what I'm not so good at is all the marketing stuff. Like even though I can geek out on it and I can talk about it, like it's so funny because sometimes I think I love the marketing stuff. But it's really, I just love talking about the marketing stuff because I'm a talker. I don't want to do, I don't want to go in and create the Facebook ad. I don't want to go in and create the funnel. So I know that th those are the things I need to outsource. Right. But that's also in my chart. You know, like, like I love fashion and I love like dressing up and feeling sexy and beautiful, but it's not my zone of genius. I need a makeup artist and a fashion stylist. I need people to help me with that because it's not my zone of genius. And that's in my chart. I am learning social energy in my chart. So that's another way you can use it. Wow. It's, this can really go into the nitty gritty and get really deep. I mean, you yes. can't, I, I, you know, a lot of times you think that astrology is so like surface level. It's so superficial yeah. and it's not. I mean, the yeah. more layers you, the more you look at it, the more layers you see. It's yes. really incredible what's in your chart. You know, you're, yeah. you're wounding things that you brought in from past life, things that you're working on now, how you communicate, you know, who right. would do you prefer to be with 
you know, in a romantic capacity, you know, what do you need in your home life? You know, it's, it's really crazy when you think about it, that all you need to know is your date of birth, your time of birth and where you were born and you get that snapshot. And if you know how to read it, everything is right there in, in black and white. It's crazy. And no, it's crazy. And for me, what I love about astrology is it's not, it's, it's a tool for multiple things. So you can use it to understand your personality. You can then also use it to understand the universe, right? So mm-hmm. I have a whole thing called my one, two, three, four method that explains the complete universe just from the elements of astrology. And then you can use it for a weather report for each day as you're, as you're going through, you know, time, right? Because right. it's take the energy of now that is a collective energy. And so it's fascinating, but I think a lot of people, what they don't realize is like to really go in, like, I mean, I could, I could go into like, you know, a cabin in the woods for like 10 years and like study all the things because it's, it's so mathematical and it's so specific, but mm-hmm. most people don't, I mean, you can't, you can't general like if you're going to bring astrology in like an, a blog post or like, you know, for various people, you have to make it superficial. You have to yeah. kind of like make it general and that's, and it's gotten such a bad rap because of that. Yeah. That's why we need people like you that you can work with <clears throat> in a more um, intimate capacity because there's no way you can get what you need by all the free stuff that's out there. And I think that's what everybody thinks that it is. And that's all that it is. And it's not, (laughs) that's why you need an expert. So true. (laughs) And like you said, there are certain astrologers that, that specialize in certain things. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there might be astrologers out there just to help you with your business using your chart. And then there's other people out there that help you with your love life, just using your chart. Like, Mm -hmm. That's great though. I mean, with all of the things that you know in astrology, if I were you, I would create an academy, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to be creating with Destiny Vibes. That's great. Yes. Because, you know, you got that teaching vibe and, you know, you know how to explain all the things and that would be great. And someone like me that geeks out on stuff like this, I would, I would definitely be a student. <laughs> yes. The, the concept is that I want to create a and I've been wanting to do this forever, but obviously because of my chart, I get overwhelmed. Um, I, the idea is that I want to be able to create a DIY. So it, it, a do it yourself in my system so that anyone could very quickly take my course. And cause for me, I can read your chart in about 15 minutes and give you literally like blow your mind in just 10, 15 minutes. But that's not really the work. The work is the coaching part of it, right? Mm. So for me, I'm like, I don't need to waste time doing that. I'd rather serve more people by doing this 10 to 15 minute experience by teaching someone to do it for themselves. Then they have the tools to do it for their mother's chart and their father's chart and their boyfriend's chart and so, and so forth. And so when I do launch my Destiny Vibes experience, I will have a community aspect to it where people can get a also get a reading from me and have a community and get like ongoing monthly content. That sounds like a really juicy offering. I (laughs) I can't wait until you launch that. That sounds so cool. I'm hoping in a month. Let's pray (laughs) to the gods of productivity. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. I'll pray. I'll put in a prayer too. Thank Um, you. Let's, let's switch into, um, I wanted to ask you about, um, health wise. Um, yes, yes. How either using the chart and just normal self-care, the normal things that we all know. Um, What do you suggest would be good for entrepreneurs to focus on? Yes. Great question. So 
it's interesting because like I said, with the chart, um, I feel like everything has to start at that destiny energy mm-hmm. of who am I, right? Who am I? What's my personality? And then from there, it's those three other corners of love and relationships, health, and money, right? Those are our three like human pain points, right? Um, and I find that, I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, you can go f- try to, you know, fall in love and get married, go, you know, hustle and work on your career. But if you don't have your health, to me, mm-hmm. you have nothing. And when you look at a chart and you, a chart actually goes counterclockwise. So if you picture the nine on a clock, that's where the rising sign is. That's, that's what I call the destiny vibes, right? That's who you are, self, Okay. And if you, it goes counterclockwise. So if you go counterclockwise, the next angle is that home angle. And to me, that is the health quadrant of the chart. So if you're really going in order, you're not going to relationships or career until you go through the health quadrant. Like you have to go through that first. And for so long, I didn't do that. So for my story, you know, I'm very spiritual, right? I always thought I was like, you know, I'm like, what am I missing? Why is my, why do I feel so depressed? Why is my life not moving forth? Just energy wise. Like I just felt so depressed and you know, I'm meditating, I'm doing all these things. I know the meaning of the universe. What's wrong with me? Um, and it was really that I did, I was not taking care of my temple, my body. Right. And so the home angle is not just your home, AKA your family and your living space. It's also your body because your body is your home, right? You take it with you everywhere you go. So for me, when it wasn't until I found a weight loss solution, because at the time I needed to lose 60 pounds, um, a weight loss solution that I can stick to. Um, and you know, a relationship with food, I think that is big because through my journey, I've I've become a gluten-free vegan. I I would say 80% gluten-free vegan. Um, and that has changed my life so much, just getting in touch with my body and what my body needed and not real. And at first, when I first went on my health and fitness journey, I didn't know that. Like, I didn't know that my body was really, really not thriving with dairy and meat um, until I removed it, pretty much 80% removed it. So, you know, just, so I would say like coming into that experience of moving my body, eating correctly, getting the right supplements, um, self-care, proper sleep, all of those, what I call the six pillars of wellness, which I teach in my, I have a a group called my diamond vibes gym, which I teach all of this because I'm so passionate. You can't do anything in life without the health piece. Um, but I would say that what I learned the most through, you know, so far I've lost 35 pounds in the last two and a half years is that, well, first of all, I, I'm not depressed anymore. I will just say that that's like number one. But what I really learned was this, this art of commitment, because it's not really about weight loss at the end of the day. It's not you know, the number of the scale is going to fluctuate. It's really about showing yourself that you can commit from start to finish. Cause most people that go into diets in quotation marks, a diet, they, in their mind, it has a start date and an end date. Right. But when you really come into health, it's a lifestyle process. And so you need to say, okay, this day I'm going to commit to this, this experience and program. And then, you know, in three weeks, I'm going to do this experience and program or whatever it is. Right. And so I think that it's the, it's the art of commitment that is really key in health. Mm. Yeah. I, I love that because I've been learning that too, that everything is based on relationships, like relationship with your body, how you're mm-hmm. connecting to your body. How can you connect to your body if you're not feeling well and you're putting, you know, things that aren't good for your body 
I mean, would you say right. that if you clean up your diet and you're moving your body and you're moving energy, right? You're, mo- mm-hmm. you're clearing out everything that's, you know, low vibe and you're feeling mm-hmm. more high vibe. Wouldn't you say that you're more connected to your intuition and more connected to, you know, what it is that you desire to do? 1000%. Like you, yeah. you're not as foggy and it, it's been a while now since I've been that foggy. So it's hard to remember how foggy I was. Cause I mean, I'll just put it into context. I was living off of Jersey Mike subs and uh, dirty chives at Starbucks. And I didn't realize how much sugar was in my dirty chai at Starbucks. And then I wondered why I was so miserable, you know? And another thing too, is like, what we have to understand is our standard American diet, unfortunately, there is corruption in our food system and there's crap being put into our food. Mm -hmm. And so if we're mindlessly eating and mindlessly consuming, whether it's, you know, a local chain that we're getting food from or the grocery store, if we're not looking at labels and, and really understanding what's in our food right there, I mean, you know, like you don't know what you're, what you're putting into your body. Right. So when you start to become really aware of, Oh, like number one, just, just the basic balance macros and portion control, but also like approaching your relationship with food and sleep and rest and work and exercise from a really like powerful, positive mindset. Um, everything changes. And I found that like immediately the first thing I noticed in the first, I would say like first month or two of consistency was just this overall sense of happiness. You know, I, I was, I was, my doctor was ready to put me on like antidepressants and there are people, there are people that truly need that. Right. Mm -hmm. But like, I didn't need that. I just needed to move my body and eat right. Right. Oh, this is another thing I was going to say too about the whole standard American diet thing. Like Mm -hmm. there's so much sugar in our food that we don't realize and just so much crap in our food that it actually perpetuates hunger. So you actually don't feel full and satisfied. You're still hungry. Even if you're eating so much stuff, I found that now that I'm just eating these balanced meals and I, and I see it because during the week I eat really clean and I feel so like, I don't feel hungry. I don't feel famished, you know, but on the weekends when I kind of treat myself, I notice how extra hungry I am when I do that. Wow. Yeah. That's great that you cleaned up everything and you have such a better relationship with your body and everything. That's, that's great. What I wanted to switch to now is the relationship factor. Mm -hmm. I mean, you had mentioned commitment and I think you had, um, you have a group that you, um, you work on that. I forgot what you call it. So yeah, so it's funny because I'm actually um I'm gonna be moving that into you're you're a systems geek, right? You know Kajabi? Yeah. (laughs) I haven't worked with it, but I know what it is. I'm very excited. I just got my Kajabi. So I'm actually gonna be moving everything into that platform. Um and I'm and I'm really excited about love vibes because I think it's gonna be much bigger than what I know yet. And so eventually that is actually going to be my podcast. Cause I think that that is okay. So when you're going in the wheel of astrology, you've got, we started with destiny vibes. We, then we had to go through the quadrant of what I call diamond vibes, which is committing to yourself, proposing to yourself, falling that, in love with yourself. That's and, what I was thinking of. Yes. Yes. Your health and all that. That's your home angle. Right. And then you get to like the top of the chart, which is your career. The next quadrant is relationships. And the reason why that is, is because even in business, you have relationships. Relationships connect the dots, right? Between everything. So you can't really get out into the world with your mission. I mean, really, at the end of the day, all business is networking, right? That's why they say your, your net worth is your, your network, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so love vibes to me is so much more than just romantic relationships. To me, it's 
romantic relationships. It's also your relationship with source energy, oneness, God, whatever you want to call it, universe. And it's also, you know, all of your, all of your uh, partnerships in life. Um, but for me, what I learned uh, specifically, because I've struggled in all these quadrants my whole mm-hmm. life. Um, and so I've found solutions for all of them. I mean, I am a life coach, right? So I teach coaching for your whole life. Um, but with Love Vibes, I, I don't know. Um, I don't, do you know? I mean, I don't know if I've talked to you about this, but Pat Allen is, is who I studied. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's and, awesome. <laughs> oh, I just love her so she's much. She's so spunky. She's so spunky and she's like 85. Um, but, and I thought she was a man for so long because every coach I was following kept mentioning her and I'm like, who's this Pat guy? And I'm thinking it's a guy. Um, but anyway, so Pat Allen is the God of dating. She, um, did this, she basically, um, her has, she went to school to be, you know, she's a family and, um, marriage therapist. And she went, when she went to school and got her PhD, she did her uh, doctorate in, in what she called, um, androgynous semantic realignment. I know that sounds crazy that word or that phrase, but it's basically androgynous is like masculine and feminine, you know, not one or the other, it's both. And then, um, semantic is the communication and then realignment is aligning that. So it's basically what she teaches is aligning communication between masculine and feminine. Now, what's super cool about this is that with astrology, if you're really thinking about like that, that circle that I'm talking about, you've got self, you've got the home angle. And once you get to that relationship angle, now you're going into duality. You're going into the opposite of those other two, right? So everything is yin and yang. Everything is duality. And, and what I teach with the one, two, three, four method that anyone could learn about on my, on my YouTube channel. If you watch my videos, I talk about it in like every video. Um, it's just the elements of astrology. So spiritual energy is fire signs that moves into physical form, earth signs. We have a thought about it, air signs. We have an emotion about it, water signs. And then we repeat that. So when you, when you look at the Zodiac cycle from start to finish, it's just a repeating of those elements in that order. Okay. So what you learn is that every single part of that one, two, three, four has a partner, right? So spiritual energy, why we call God, he is, it's just the masculine force. And then earth energy, physical is the feminine. That's why we call nature, mother nature, right? So it's, it's this external masculine and feminine. And then there's the internal masculine feminine, which is our thoughts, masculine and our emotions, feminine. So what she teaches is that everybody has masculine and feminine. It's not about gender. It's about your thoughts and your emotions. And obviously nowadays, you know, now that women have, you know, cause her whole work started with the feminist movement, like the feminist movement happened and she came, went home and like her husband was like, why are you, why are you like talking to me that way? And then they divorced. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So she, she was like, why is the feminist movement ruining my romantic relationship? And so what happened was what she always says is that you need equality in the boardroom, but you need equity in the bedroom. So in relationships, you need to know who is the masculine pilot and who is the feminine co-pilot because you need to sacrifice one to get the other. So the masculine energy of the relationship, and that could be a man or a woman, is the, is the cherishing. That's the one that, that cherishes and gives. And the feminine or the co-pilot uh, respects and receives. And, and this, this waltzing, this, this romantic waltzing is what creates the, the spark of chemistry. 
Um, so I'm very passionate about this because I think that what's so cool about it is that it really first starts with your relationship with source, mm-hmm. right? Because that's where you, because at the end of the day, when it comes to our relationship with God, source, universe, whatever you want to call it, we are feminine at the end of the day. We, that's, that's that surrendering piece when you're in surrender and you're in meditation and you're in prayer, you're letting go and you're letting the universe be your masculine provider. That's where it starts. Mm-hmm. And then you can really apply that in relationships. I love. I can how, talk about that forever. <laughs> yeah, I love how that's described it, and of course, me bringing it back to business, like I do, mm-hmm. Capricorn in me. Um, <laughs> you know, there's also masculine and feminine energy in your business too, and that yeah. you have to bring it to your business. It's like, okay, the masculine is going out there and you know providing for your audience and giving them freebies and giving them information and you know marketing, right? But then there's also the feminine part where you have to allow and receive. You know, yes, if you don't feel comfortable with that and getting paid for your services, you're going to have a problem. <laughs> I'm so glad you mentioned this because this is something that I am actually struggling with, which is really, um, you know, having that mask. And it's so funny you say this because I, I really do think that that's actually the key is like scheduling your, as a business owner, scheduling your flow mm. where you can be in, in that feminine flow in one zone of your day and then be in that masculine f- flow at the uh, in another zone of your day. But also as women entrepreneurs, we need to learn, especially because there's, there's women out there that want to meet a, a more feminine man and they want to be the pilot or maybe, you know, two, two women in a, in a, you know, lesbian relationship. So this is not about gender, right? but most women, most women want to be feminine and most female entrepreneurs struggle especially single female entrepreneurs struggle with dating because they, they bring that masculine energy into the dating. They don't know what, when to shut it off. So you have to kind of like at 5 PM, take off my masculine entrepreneur hat and now go on my date and be feminine. Yep. That's so true. It's all, it's all (laughs) a balancing act, right? Yes. Uh, This has been so great. Thank you so much again for coming on. I'm, I'm having such a great time chatting with you forever. (laughs) Well, we're at about time now. So would you please let us know how we can get in touch with you and what you have going on? Absolutely. So you can come to my website at highvibesofjfo.com and opt in there. I will be launching everything very soon. Um, If you want to work with me, you can email me at jfo at highvibeswithjfo.com. Um, you can also go to my uh, YouTube uh, show, which is High Vibes with JFO. I launch a video every Friday. Um, and then, of course, my Instagram accounts. I'm all, always on there as well. Call me JFO and Zodiac Love Guru. Perfect. I'll make sure that everything that you just mentioned is in the show notes. I'll probably even um, put a link in there to Pat Allen if people are interested. Yes. <laughs> yes. Love it. Okay, perfect. Thanks again so much for coming on. And I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode of Launching Light. I hope you enjoyed the conversation with JFO as much as I did. If you love her vibe, check out the show notes for her contact information. Join me on the podcast next week where you'll get more tips, tools, and practices to help you make your business as magical as you are. Now get out there and launch your light. Have a magical week.